And I love fake radio. That's the only thing to do it. Like, there's nobody. Fake radio. And I said it. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, Dirty Money, Young Money, The Mistress. Yeah, 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 yeah. DJ Khaled throwing down the big dog, Pitbull, Trevor Squadron, a.k.a. The Beat Nova King, a.k.a. We the best. Spate Magazine, Spate TV, and all that. We the best, man. Who we? Spate Magazine, Spate TV, and all that. Spate Magazine, Spate TV, and all that.
What's up, people? King here back again. Spate Radio. I have Malcolm Brickhouse in the building of the group Unlocking the Truth. And, uh, you know, I just finished watching their documentary. They have an amazing story. So you definitely, you know, after you listen to this interview, of course, you definitely got to go check out the documentary because they have an amazing story. And, um, you know, it is what it is, man. What's going on? I'm good in you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I have so much, you know, uh, to talk to you about, like, you know, after seeing that. You know, so basically, how has life been since that documentary dropped? Since 2016, what have you guys been up to? And, um, you know, where, where, where are you guys trying to take your group to the next level? Um, from the time the documentary ended to now, we've just been, like, creating our own sound, just making a bunch of music. So the last album we dropped was in 2016. It was called Chaos. But, um, I don't think that captured what we were, like, we're currently trying to do now. So we're trying to top what we did on that album. We're creating a new sound, you know, taking our cultural backgrounds from, you know, our hip-hop, you know, R&B stuff and kind of mixed it in with, like, what we're doing. So it can be more unique, be more us than just copying our favorite band. In the meantime, we're just shooting music videos, coming up with a bunch of plans. And then, yeah, we'll come back when we're ready. Okay, so um, I saw that you guys um, were released, like, back in 2016 from your um, major label situation. That seemed like such a big opportunity for you guys. So what happened with that deal, and why did you guys get out of it? Well, it wasn't like we got out of it. It was nothing to do with us. It was more some A&R business people. And um, I guess our label was dropped. and Everybody on her label, you know, had to go. So it, wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with us, like us choosing to leave the label. Oh, okay. So, All right. I thought yeah, you got, Yeah. I thought you guys wanted to get out of it. Nah. Um, at the time, I don't think we looked at it as, at it as a bad deal. But, you know, you live and you learn. Okay. All right. That's cool. So, um, I saw in the documentary that you guys were kind of having trouble with figuring out your sound and, and trying to have, have, do you feel like you've guys figured that out? Yeah, for the most part, I'm a fan of my favorite band right now is Unlocking the Truth. So I think I found a sound I really like. Um, there's a certain sound I'm looking for when I listen to music and I, I made the sound I wanted to hear, so that's good enough for me. Okay, so like being that you guys do like metal, do you find do you feel it difficult like trying to fit in with what's going on, or you guys just do your own thing and you're not really worried about what people think? Um, I, yeah, I'm definitely not worried about what people think, but because I'm making and I'm making music that comes from like my heart, I guess. Doesn't want, doesn't want to sound cliche, but that's really what I'm doing. Um, I could see previous fans that like the heavier music may not gravitate towards what we're doing now, but I'm making whatever comes from my heart, whatever I feel at the time. So, okay. You know, I'm not really fit in it necessarily. The one thing that kind of stood out to me about the um, in the documentary was you guys were doing heavy metal, right? And they were trying to pair you up with like people... 
I, I, I think Pharrell and kind of like R&B people, is that something that happens to you guys all the time? Like they try to put you in a, a box that's not necessarily the type of music that you want to do? Um, that was definitely happening at that time. Um, it was more of an opportunity thing. It wasn't based on our music. It was based on just trying to capitalize on our image that we were just like three black kids playing metal. So, you know, like, they did what they tried to do, you know. They tried their best. They do, you know, what they could do. Um, but now, um, I wouldn't work with just any old body just because they have, like, a, a brand name, I guess. Um, but I could see in our new music how I could collaborate with people outside of metal. Like, definitely. Like, okay, yeah. Change towards, like, uh, my goal, really, with my new music is to... Uh, basically get, make the young kids realize it's cool to play that kind of music because I'm from where people don't listen to metal and I'm, you know a lot of people don't really listen to metal but like I come from Brooklyn so metal is definitely like a weird thing yeah. to be into uh-huh. and so I'm basically just trying to find a median where I'm not sacrificing the metal fans to please um, you know I don't explain this. It's pretty complicated, though. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm basically just making... So I, I know what the young kids like. I know what the older generation like. And I'm not trying to jeopardize, you know, the metal fan just because I'm trying to um, appeal to a younger audience. So I'm basically finding that median. Okay. A median where, like, I'm not... To, to me, a lot of hip-hop music is that, uh, very saturated, but it's also influenced a lot of my new music. So I'm basically finding the balance where I could keep like the I could keep the integrity of like rock music like having meaning to it, not just you know money clothes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, be able to appeal to a younger audience. Yeah, an audience, you know, like my friends. And I think I've been doing a good job based on my test subjects. Yeah, my, you know, the kids that don't listen to rock uh, gravitate a lot towards my music. So I think I'm doing something right. Yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. You're trying to create something new and 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 bring the young audience to you as opposed to going to the audience yourself. Exactly. And I feel like I have a whole lane for myself to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I I think when an artist does that, that's unique and it's dope. You know what I mean? Because you have a lot of artists that come out and they want to jump on the bandwagon and create music that everybody else is doing. Yeah, that's not that's not the drift. You you can't do that. Yeah, that's whack. Not, oh, here's something new, unique. You know. Yeah, that's that's definitely whack. So, um, what's your your label situation and your management situation right now? Do you have a manager, and um, are you uh, are you currently on a label? No, we're all independent right now. We're like resetting our old team. You know, um, no burnt no burnt bridges, but we're just starting new, cleaning the plate. You know. Okay. Part of the branding, just you know, things just didn't happen to work out with everybody, so we're just rebuilding a new team. You know. Okay. So would you would you consider signing a new major deal if something came along? Is that something you're interested in, or do you want to remain indie? I'm not, I'm not desperate for the deal. I'm not relying on the deal to make me successful. But if you know, my idea would be to just build a fan base first. Uh, or an organic fan base and not have that they will do all the work for that. 
Okay. And then try to capitalize off of as much like profit we can from, you know, being independent. And if, you know, we get a label that could actually elevate what we're doing, um, then I guess I'll sign. But I'm not desperate to sign. Like, that's not the only plan. Okay. All right. So if you could go back three years, right? Is there and change something? What would that something be that you could change three years ago? That's during the movie, right? Yeah. I don't know. I would have changed much. Life, I don't know. I don't think I would change anything. Okay. I just things happen for a reason. And you, you look at it as a, as a learning lesson. Yeah, it happened. Mm-hmm. So there's not much I could change about it. Um, one little change could mess up, you know, like... If it's a negative action or, like, a negative, you know, vibe going on, like, during the movie time, uh, it definitely built me to who I am today. So, yeah, um, I learned a lot from stressful situations. You know, I, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, yeah, that's just how I look at it. Okay. Um, one thing that I kind of noticed, it's, you know, just uh, from the little piece that I got of your personality during the during the movie, it seemed like you were a little kind of pissed off a little bit at the fame. Um, mm-hmm. Is Did I, did I, am, am I right by saying that or? Hmm. Pissed off. I don't think, I, I, I wasn't pissed off. Um, Maybe annoyed? I, annoyed? I have, I have this weird thing with authority. Um, I don't know what it is. It's, I guess I'm, it's not really like I'm trying to be rebellious, but like based on like, I think you can see like this out in the movie where adults, I just feel like I'm in a power where I'm the creator and these adults, these like, I guess money hungry adults are just making it difficult for me to do what I just want to do. Yeah. And I still run into these kind of problems because I'm just, I'm just turning 18. So, um, you know. We still built that little bit. So my dream is to just be able to just just have more control. So that's why, like, having the label kind of turns me off, too. Like, I, I like the freedom of having control of what I want to do. That's all it was. It wasn't, like, a hate with the label or the fame. Because I'm still a fan of the fame. It's not why I do it. I do it because, you know, it keeps me sane throughout the day, I guess. You know, that's <laughs> all I, I don't go to college right now. So, like, I guess the most I could do is just make music, you know? Uh, Write down whatever fans I'm feeling throughout the day, like a therapy session. So, I'm not really worried about the fame. Uh, The fame will come if it's right. Like, it's not up to me. But hopefully my music resonates enough so I can make a living from it, (laughs) you know? Okay. Not really mad at the fame. Not really. Yeah, I'm pretty content with what happened. I mean, but you guys are famous. I mean, like... Everybody pretty much knows who you are. I would like to think so, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're famous. It's, it's you're just being modest right now, I guess. <laughs> I get that a lot, but this, I really don't feel any different. Okay. Uh, aim or anything like that doesn't change who you are. So I just feel like a regular person. <laughs> honestly, that's a that's a good way to be, definitely. 
Um, so yeah. you you mentioned um, collaborations, or I mentioned collaborations. Who who would you like to collaborate that's out right now that you think you could make a a cool song with? Um, this is where the hip hop field would come in. I'm not really attracted to the metal scene right now, but I'm influenced by a lot of like hip hop. So, uh, like people like I really don't know who. But I like Travis. That'd be a crazy collaboration. Okay. Um, like Uzi. Like, I don't know, it starts out with, like, Trippy Red, those kind of rappers. Yeah, I think that would be dope. I think that would be dope. Yeah. I think it's more so the sound we're going for now is anyway, so. Um, without us trying to jeopardize the metal fans, we could just bring in, like, you know, another person so they get the idea that we're not trying to just be, you know, a hip-hop band. That's not really what the point is. But just to have the influence, you know? Yeah, yeah. bring it to I want to, like, show the youth that's okay to... Uh, not just make beats you can play instruments and be do what you want to do make rock music and it'll still be cool so you know that, I think that'd be pretty dope yeah definitely absolutely yeah so um I, I definitely don't want to keep you too long um you have any events coming up that you might want to tell the people about not right now honestly not no events right now hopefully there'll be new music early this year Early, early 2020. Okay, so the single you have out, the most recent one, is the pre pretend record. Yep, pretend. Okay, did you write that? I definitely wrote all of it. Okay, so you write, you still write all of the music, and it's just you. Oh, pretty much, yeah, ninety-five percent. Okay. Okay, that's dope. All right, is anything you you want to say uh, to the fans? Before um, we we lock it down, um, just stay tuned. Um, you know we chilling right now. We get ourselves together, but when it's time to see us, you'll see us. You know, I hope they get the impact. Hope they see the vision. And if that's what happens, that's what happens. Let the universe, you know, take take control. I'm ready. That's what's up, man. I definitely appreciate you taking the time to call in. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing all the new music that you guys have. I'm looking forward to seeing the videos and everything. And I'll definitely continue to support. You know, you got me. I'm a fan. You know, and, um, you know, the best of luck with everything you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem, man. All right, we out of here. DJ Khaled throwing down the big dog purple Trevor Squarney, aka the beat number K, aka we the best. Spate magazine, Spate TV, and all that. We the best, man. Who we? Spate magazine, Spate TV, and all that. Spate magazine, Spate TV, and all that. 